Hey guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our Instagram where we post fun pictures and, and keep up with stuff sometimes. And then also check us out on our blog where we list all of the books that we talk about. And Susie does a marvelous job maintaining that. And that is just libraryoverload.home.blog. Well, that was a lovely introduction. Why, thank you so much. You're welcome. You do a marvelous <laughs> job. I try. I do try. So today we are catching up on all things that we have been reading. This is always a fun one just because there's no rules. We just read what we want. We get to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, if well, I read in between our you know, themed episodes, and it's literally what we pick up to read mm-hmm. without any other sort of obligation in mind. Yeah, and I'm sorry if my voice is a little scratchy today. I may have sang for four hours yesterday. I can confirm <laughs> the thing that happened. I went and sang karaoke uh, for like four hours, and it was a freaking blast. Quarantine but- is slowly lifting down here things are slowly reopening yeah the place that we went to is where tavia's husband works he runs security and so i i felt security Security! (laughs) but we felt safe going and went had way more jello shots than i thought we did and sang made some friends it was fun day but i'm ready to talk books let's do it I'm gonna get started because I just want to and I read a little bit more (laughs) I bet I read more pages than you I don't you know honestly I don't know because this the first series that I read was actually a fairly quick uh short series I am excited because I haven't read anything like this in a while so it (laughs) it made me happy to get back into it but you know last year I got in this big smut kick I was waiting for the smuts (laughs) yeah so I actually read a few reverse harem series or reverse harem books the first one is the hidden kingdom trilogy and that's by L Rose and the first one is called a torn page oh and it's p-a-i-g-e because her name is Paige (laughs) Yes, very clever. So clever. I read I read this whole trilogy and it was just I don't know, it was what I needed to like make me happy to get back into reading because I've been really struggling. Yeah. Um, with getting through some things. So I flew this through this series really, really quickly. But it's about Paige who all of a sudden one day wakes up and she has been buried. And she has to (laughs) crawl out and she realizes she's not a human anymore. So she has to figure out what she is. It turns out she's a ghoul, uh, which is Mm -hmm. an undead creature who survives off of human flesh. So that's a little weird, but it's kind of like a zombie type thing. Yeah. And over the course of the first book, we realize she is actually slated and was chosen to become the new queen 
of a hidden kingdom that is outside of the supernatural community's council. They didn't know about it. And when she comes into all of her powers, she um, casts her powers out and she draws mates to her. And so she starts out with four. And she picks up a few more over the course of the series. But it's about her coming in, her having to fight to become the queen, her ruling the country, and then the council once finds out about him and wants to get rid of him. And it's about how she deals with that and the corruption that was on the council, and she just wants to be a fair and just ruler and have lots of sex with her guys. Sure. And the guys are all different. And this is what makes it, like, the council mad. Is all, the guys are all different species. So she has one vampire, one werewolf shifter, uh, a mage. She has a ghoul. She picks up some more along the way. And that's fun. That sounds very interesting and different. It was. It was, it was different. And it was just, I don't know, I just love a good like paranormal fantasy kind of thing and me too yeah the smut definitely was fun too because i hadn't done that in quite a while yeah so the first one i'll talk about is a romance um we've talked about how like romance is kind of our go-to for both of us in terms of like trying to break a slump trying to kind of just distract yourself all of that so this one sounded very much like a hallmark movie I freaking love those. Yeah. And so I picked up The City Baker's Guide to Country Living by Louise Miller. And this follows a woman named Olivia. She's a pastry chef at this exclusive Boston dinner club. And it's like a big celebration night. And the owner of the club asks for a baked Alaska because that's what he thinks they would have served on their opening night of this, you know, this club. So she's carrying out there. And if you don't know what a baked Alaska is, it is a dessert that is served on flambe. Yes. So it's actually like ice cream with like a meringue and then the meringue set on fire. Yeah. It's really cool. I've never had it. I've never I've had it either. Great. But anyway, so she's carrying this, this dessert that is on fire and she kind of has this epiphany, but it makes her stumble, and she catches the club on fire. Oh! Yes. So she runs away. She goes to her best friend's house um, She that lives in Vermont, the small town Vermont, and uh, ends up working at this little B&B as the pastry chef there, and... It's like one of those small towns where they have an apple pie bake-off every year, and it's like cutthroat. Yeah. It's very serious. And so she um, she and the owner of this B&B decide that they're going to work together to beat this lady that's been winning, and it's so serious. And, of course, there's a, a beautiful man that um, has come to take care of his his ailing father that runs a Christmas tree farm. And it's just, it's very, yeah, it's just, it's lovely and hallmarky. And, um, I thought it was lovely. I really hated the ending, but that's a weird thing for me. I think anyone else would be fine with the ending, but it annoyed the hell out of me. 
Um, but I did like the story. I thought it was cute. It was very. It definitely like, sounds like a Hallmark movie for sure. Yes, yes. It's it was very PG like, <laughs> um, but it was it was really cute except for the end. But I'm weird. Um, yes, but yeah. Are. Thank you. Uh, but no, it was it was really cute. Well, that's cool. Yeah, glad you liked it. Okay, I'm moving on to my next one, and I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed this book. And it was actually a big one. Uh, it was 450 pages. Ooh. So. This is called Reaper's Pack, and that is by Ray Watson, and it's it, it just came out this past March. Okay. And she's going to have another book that's coming out in September that's going to be in the same universe, but each book is going to be a standalone. Okay. I like that. So, this was just a really fun concept, okay? So, this one is about Hazel. And she is a Grim Reaper. She died during World War II. And she went to heaven. And she got chosen to go back and be a Reaper. Once you become a Reaper and your apprenticeship is over and you go on your own, you get to choose your very own Hellhound pack. So, she goes to hell. She gets to choose her Hellhound pack. But they're Hellhound shifters. So she ends up bonding with the worst pack that nobody else wants. That's got like the runt, the alpha won't listen to the reaper. The, the beta is like just a jackass to her. And it's just funny. She takes them and it's about, they have to work together. They all have to overcome their things to be able to get, um, to pass the trials so that they can all stay together. Oh, there's a trial. There is a trial. If they fail the trial, then the hellhounds have to go back to hell. And uh, nobody wants that. And it's about them bonding, them coming to terms with, you know, being what their purpose is. The the guys at first just wanted freedom because they weren't, you know, they, they think that they shouldn't have been created to reap souls. They should just be free. Like, nobody asked them. If that's what they wanted to do, they just told them. And so they have a hard time coming to terms with that. And then Hazel has a hard time coming to terms with the fact that she's dead but still in the human world now. And so she struggles with that. But she's like an old soul because she was she died during World War Two. So right. I love the little flashes of that. Yeah, I was gonna ask, so if she died in World War Two, are we still in ni- the nineteen forties or are we like No, we have we are in modern day. Wow. So has she been in heaven this whole time? She was until 10 years ago, and she was chosen 10 years ago to start a Reaper apprenticeship, and she's been apprenticing with a full Reaper, and now she has been given her own territory. Interesting. Okay, okay. That's very interesting. I've never read anything about a Grim Reaper like that. I hadn't either. It was super cool. cool. Like, it almost reminded me of that episode of Supernatural where, uh, in, like, the second season, where Dean has the car wreck and Tess, the Reaper, comes for him. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. Like, she, death whispers to her who she needs to go to. And because her territory is so large, she needs the hounds to keep the souls, like, corralled. 
so they don't slip away and become um, evil spirits and stuff until she can get them to purgatory. And it's really cool because they, over the course of it, they reap different people. Like they reap old people who have passed naturally. They reap kids. Mm -hmm. They reap serial killers. And so it's all different things, you know, on how you reap a, each different person and how they react. And, you know, you can't take justice into your own hands. You have to get them to judgment and that sort of thing. And that was really cool. That sounds really cool. What was that again? It's called Reaper's Pack. Okay. Yeah. I, it is smut. It is reverse harem. But the smutty stuff doesn't come in to like, Almost 50% into the book. So there's a good chunk of it that's not, you know. Okay. And it's not as, like, overpowering. Like, a torn page, they were having lots of sex and doing it as much as they could. Uh, Reaper's Pack, they're really not. Uh, it's just kind of a cursory thing in there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds really cool. It Yeah, it was really, really cool. I like it. Oh, the cover's cool. Yeah, she's beautiful. She has this white hair, and she dresses in all black, and it, yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. And there's a follow-up coming out in September. Like I said, it's going to be the same universe, but okay. they're each standalone books. So it's finished. You don't have to read anything else after that. Ooh, it's on Kindle Unlimited. It is on Kindle Unlimited. So it's a torn page series. The Hidden Kingdom okay. series are all on Kindle Unlimited. And... Um, both of them have different perspectives. So not only do they have Paige and Hazel's perspective, but they have the guy's perspective. Okay, well. cool, cool, So each cool. chapter is told from a different point of view. So do you just find these from, like, suggestions on what you've read previously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually, like, I found Reaper's Pack because I had read a torn page first. Okay. Which I was glad I had found it because I really, really liked it. Okay. That's it was cool. just really different and cool and, like, nothing I had read um, previously, so. Yeah. No, that's and the Hellhound cool. Pack, and Grim Reaper, that's just cool. Yeah, that is cool. And they tie in um, heaven and hell, they tie in gods from other religions. Ooh. Yeah, pretty cool. That is cool. Okay. Well, I started a new Shadowhunter series. Y'all know my rule. I don't read anything in a series until the series is complete. And so the Dark Artifices by Cassandra Clare, that was the final book in that trilogy came out in 2018. And so I finally decided to go ahead and pick up the first one. Um, So the first one is called Lady Midnight. And this book is set. The last one came out when? 2018. I didn't realize that. I thought it had just recently come out. No, I felt I felt like it had just recently came out, but a new another Shadowhunters book just came out recently, like uh, in a same world, different series uh, just I came out, and I think that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, Lady Midnight is set five years after City of Heavenly Fire, so five years after the final initial series she's got like uh one two they keep going or five five series um so far in this world can you imagine Um, having all of that in your head i know it's crazy um but yes this is five years after the mortal instrument series ends uh this follows emma and julian we actually meet when meet them when they're 12 
in um in Idris, I believe, right before the final battle in City of Heavenly Fire. Ah, oh, crap. Hang on one second. Okay. Um, how you meet them, and uh, they are now 17. The uh, there's the war's over, but now it's like how life is as a shadow hunter now like after the great war after everything has gone down and everything has kind of calmed down um but it's okay so emma and julian they're 17 years old they are parabatai and in love and that is a bad bad thing yeah Parabatai are not allowed to be in relationships. You are not allowed to love your parabatai because bad things happen. And you don't really know why that rule is, what will happen. You don't really know. But this starts out with Emma is hunting the murderer that killed her parents. So five years ago, her parents were killed. The same time as someone really bad was killing shadow hunters Hmm. but the way the way emma's parents were found and how they died was a little bit different than how all the other shadow hunters died and so she feels that her parents were killed by someone else they haven't been punished for it she's going to figure out who did it and she's going to kill them Hmm. meanwhile julian is raising his four younger siblings because his parents died in the war and his two older siblings were sent away because they were half fae. And now that the clave has set a new accords where they do not deal with the fae, they didn't believe that a half shadow hunter, half fae, could exist in the shadow hunter world because they felt like their fae heritage would always mess with their shadow hunter. What's the word I'm looking for? Instincts? Yes, or um, support, maybe. I don't know. But, so, Julian is stuck raising his four younger siblings. And he's just a dad to them. Like, he's, especially the youngest one is only seven. So, Julian started raising Tavi when he was only two. So, he's kind of the only parent these kids have had. And it's, and it's just... So the first book is called Lady Midnight. The second one is the second one is Lord of Shadows. And I so the first one was good. Like it sets you up, kind of gets you kind of gets you caught up on what's been going on in the Shadow Hunter realm, all of that. But then the second one is where shit goes down. Mm-hmm. I read the second one, Lord of Shadows, in twenty four hours. That's and insane. It's massive. It's a giant book. And it was so so good I just started the third one so the first book was like 500 pages the second book was 600 something pages the third book and the final of this trilogy is 800 something pages and it's gotten real crazy some terrible decisions have been made and I'm just very stressed out about it but it's it's so good it 
And I do love that, like, Jason Clary show up a little bit. You get to see Alec and Magnus. Like, and so I love that these characters that I so loved from the beginning. Oh, and um, Tessa and Jem show up. Um, So, yeah, it's just, I love seeing these characters that I so love, like, kind of pop in and out every once in a while. But it's still very much Emma and Julian's story. But... Been as gut wrenching as previous series, not yet. Of course, there has been some death, um, but I haven't sobbed like I have in other ones. Um, dear lord, I never will emotionally recover from the infernal devices. Never, it's the worst book hangover I've ever had in my entire life. But they're really good so far. I'm I'm very nervous about how it's going to get wrapped up. Because right now I just, I cannot, I cannot see how it, how everything will be fixed. Um, yeah. But granted, I still have probably maybe 600 pages left, but a lot to, to get done in 600 yeah. pages. I'm a, but I, I am excited to, to finish it. I've been waiting to read them for years. So, so far, pretty damn good. They're on my to be read list for this year. I am. Um, I read the first one. I borrowed it from the library, but the ebook, the library ebook uh, library didn't have the other two. And so Caitlin, our friend, lives two miles from me. So I text her one day. I was like, hey, can I borrow your books like now? <laughs> she was like, sure, come on over. <laughs> Just had to run over there real quick, steal some books. So I was like, as I'm walking out the door, like ready to read immediately, I'm like, you can borrow anything I have to buy. <laughs> so funny Um, but yeah it's it was very serious i love getting into those addictive series though it just reminds you why you read and it's yes yes and how it's supposed to put you on this journey this roller coaster like i want to always be like can i please hurry and get off work so i can get back to my book like i always want to be itching to know what's happening so yeah, I love it when I find something that gets me on that on that track again. Absolutely. I'm glad that you enjoyed it and I hope to also read it this year sometime very soon. Yes, I think you would like it too. It's not I think it's it's not going to be either one of our favorite ones of the Shadow Hunters world, mm-hmm. but it's still good. But it's no like Will or Jason. Yeah. I was thinking of a doing a full reread. Me too. Starting at the beginning chronologically with mm-hmm. with the infernal devices and then reading yeah. through everything. I would like to do that too, especially like reading this and I'm like, oh, I don't remember what happens. Yeah, I'd like, like to go like, through and hit it all because there. I still haven't read the um, Bane Chronicles and I haven't read. Magnus, the the scroll of magic or something red, like that. Red scroll, red yeah. scroll of magic, I think. Um, but that's going to be a series as well. Um, and I think that was that was just book one. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a, just a, a series. And then, did you read uh, Tales from the Shadow Hunters Academy? No. Okay, I have both. I have the- read the first two series, the Infernal Devices okay. and the Mortal Instruments, and that's okay. it. Because so nothing I, else was out when that happened. And so okay. I never went back to it. I have both 
the Shadow Tales from the Shadow Hunters Academy and the Magnus. The I'm sorry, the Bane Chronicles. I have the Bane Chronicles. I don't have the the Shadow Hunter Academy though. Well, whenever you are ready, you're welcome to read them. But I would love, I think, to reread. It's going to take me forever. It's like five years. books in Mortal Instruments and From Devices is three, and none of them are small. No, they're massive. <laughs> yeah. I would love to be able to, like, know how she keeps all of this in her head. She's got to have, like, files and files and files of stuff. Like, I think just she must have, like, a board. mind castle. In the, what they, or in the... a mind castle, yes. She could be a little bit like Sherlock. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it very much. Yes, I am very anxious to finish. I am at a stage now where someone just made a horrible decision and I'm real angry about it. And it's taking me a minute to like make yeah. peace and like get back in and like watch the the terrible things happen because you make terrible decisions. And I'm, and I'm I hate when you it. get like that secondhand yeah. feeling or like secondhand embarrassment for these yes. characters. It's like, I'm like ah! do, you, do you not know what you just did? <laughs> Makes me so mad. I texted Caitlin earlier because she was she's been like dying for me to finish because she wanted to talk about it. And I was like, Caitlin, I'm sorry, but Julian just did something stupid and I just I can't <laughs> you're gonna have to give me a minute. <laughs> so mad. That but I'm going to get there. That is funny. Okay. <sighs> I cannot tell you how much I loved my next book. It was Yay. beyond wonderful. I cried. I laughed. It was just beautiful. I love books that make me cry. I know it. I feel like I really needed that. Like that deep Yay. connection. Um, I cried in Reaper's Pack too, by the way. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was just really really good I mean I guess for me I don't expect such fantastic writing out of a book that's a smut book sure but it really was wonderful good but the final book I'm going to talk about is Sky in the Deep and that's by Adrian Young and this is the first book in her series Sky in the Deep but the second book again is in the same universe but they're both kind of standalone books and the second one is the girl the sea gave back i don't know why i've heard a lot about the girl the sea gave back but i haven't heard a lot about the first one i don't know i don't know like i recognize the girl that the sea gave back i don't know if it's just because it's newer and so i just saw it a little bit more recently i don't know but tell me about this because i've not heard of it and i'm intrigued i in the deep is one that Caitlin recommended to me. Okay. Um, it's a Viking book. Love. Yes. Chris would love that too. It's really good. Oh, I just, it's so good. So the main character is Elin, and she is an Oscar warrior. And so she is 17, and for as long as she can remember, her clan, the Oscar, have battled the Riki. And so, like, every so many years, they get together on this battlefield, and they fight, and then they go back and regroup, and, you know, they the, their main rival is the Riki. Okay. So, the book opens, and we're at this battle, and Elin looks up and sees her brother, and he's fighting for the side of the Riki. And this is really odd, because her brother died five years ago. Oh, my. Yes. So, we figure out 
what happens there was this really her brother and she gets so distracted she gets taken prisoner by the Riki and she's taken back to their village and they're going to hold her as a prisoner there and she can't escape right now because it's now become the winter and it's so far away she wouldn't survive to get back to her home during the winter so she is made a slave in a house in her enemy's village and we find out was it in fact her brother are these people really the enemies what you know and then another enemy comes and it's like can we work together these two clans that have been fighting for as long as we can remember can we work together to beat this third enemy that's gonna destroy us all and it was so good it was so 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 beautiful The cover is gorgeous. It's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. And the love interest is just so, like, oh, like, I just... (sighs) Your your soul! Yes, it's like, (laughs) oh, I just, I just love that. I just, like, and the writing was so beautiful. Like, I found myself reading something and being like, and then going back and rereading it. Because it was such beautiful writing. And love that. I loved, loved, loved this book. And you get a resolution at the end of it. It's a standalone. You don't have to read the next book if you don't want to. It's set like 15 years in the future or something like that. Um, and it it is about a character that is mentioned in the first one. Okay. It's, it's different. Okay. Um, but oh, it's just so beautiful. I love, I love that. I'm going to have to check that out, too. Apparently, you're just giving me all of the books today that I have yeah. to read. I own that one. Oh, you do? Okay. The deep. So you can borrow it. But it was just, it was just beautiful. Like, I haven't read many books recently that I thought were just beautiful. And those last two, Reaper's Pack and Sky in the Deep, were just, were just beautiful writing. Just completely awesome. beautiful. I'm very glad that you loved them. I know when I saw you last, you were like in the middle of, of, of this one and were and you were really enjoying it. So I'm glad that it it went well. Yeah, it was, it was so, so good. And I definitely cried. I definitely laughed. And it was just it was just it was a perfect book. It was just perfect. Yes. Now that's um that's YA as well, right? Yes, the first two were not. This uh, Sky in the Deep is YA. Okay. It is very chaste. Kind of like my city baker's guide to country living. Yeah. (laughs) You southernized that. You dropped the G straight off. Country living. (laughs) I know. It's weird, though. Like, I expected it to be in, like, Georgia, but it was in Vermont. And I don't know how country living in Vermont is. So I just, I, like, pretend that it's still southern. Vermont's not a southern state, but I really... The only thing I know about Vermont is from White Christmas. <laughs> when they no, get, no, and there should be snow no. in their house. That's <laughs> the only yeah. thing I know about Vermont. <laughs> yep, that's funny. And like maple syrup or something, isn't that where... They yeah, there out? was tree tapping involved. Oh. Yes. Alright. Interesting. Oh, well, I'm glad that we were able to catch up. Talk to me about next week's episode. What do we got going on? 
Are you excited? <laughs> I am jubilant. <laughs> Yay! Euphoric, one might say. <laughs> we are finally, 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 I have worn Susie down. <laughs> we are finally doing mythical creatures because I couldn't get her to commit to just mermaids. But we're doing there mythical are creatures. Not enough mermaid books. There really are. You haven't researched enough. There's so many. Mermaid slash siren. There's so, so many. Well, um, I'm I am excited to check this this genre out. I need to hurry up and finish this book so I can I can like yes. fully focus on that. But I do like that we you allowed me to kind of broaden it to mythical creatures. Because that can be everything. Yes. And it gives you the opportunity to read about dragons if you wanted to. Or, you know. Or Ents in Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to lie. When you said tree tapping, I immediately thought of the Ents. Why? What? Like an Ent would allow you to do that. No. I've been reading a lot of smut, Susan. Oh my god. I wasn't going to share that, but then you said the ends. I was like, that's immediately where my mind went. <laughs> well, I'm never getting over that. I have problems. So Maybe I should see someone about <laughs> Oh my God. I'm I cannot I can. with you. Yeah, I'm glad I could make your day. But now when, maple syrup. when you finally get Chris to watch Lord of the Rings, you won't be able to think about anything else when those ints come on. No. <laughs> I refuse. Anyways, next week we've got mythical creatures. Super interesting. I'm hoping to I know there's one mermaid book that I've been wanting to read for a long time. Excited to pick it up. Um, just one, Tavia. Just one. Not yeah, but that's more them. than I thought you would read. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, mermaids are awesome. All um, three of mine are going to be mermaids. That's exciting. And I'm, I honestly, I couldn't name more than more than the one that I know. I'm going to have to make sure that the one that I'm going to read isn't one of your three. And... <laughs> but, I really want to get in the one you recommended in our matchmaking episode. Um, the mermaid one for that. Yeah, Hancock Mi- and the, mermaid. the mermaid and Mrs. Hancock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if I'll squeeze yeah. it in. I had the other three already slated. Gotcha. Well, in the middle um, of two of them already. Gotcha. Well, let's see how many I can fit in. I'm hoping to fit in at least two. Just read. I'm sure I've got other mythical creature books I could talk about, but at least read two. So, yes, that'll be exciting. Look for that next week. Cannot wait. I've been <laughs> dying and badgering and pestering to do this episode. I'm so excited we can make this happen for you. Thanks for making my dreams come true. <laughs> You're making my dreams come true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, happy reading, everyone. Yes, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.